Welcome to our weekly Wednesday night shir, although starting a little late, but we are weekly. My have took a little longer than I expected it to. This week's parshas or parsha, Achrimei Zkidashim. The shir, of course, dedicated to Nachmiyaki Ben Tzvi Hirsh. We try, as we do each week during Sfirah Saimer, to incorporate in the Shir as well the week's Pirke Aves and something in Mesech the Seita. Apart from the regular Pasha Sashavua. Achrimais and Kedeshim together is borderline overload in the uh, format of Kedusha and also not fair on somebody giving a shear only one hour. But will be able to give over at least most points or some of the points at least that are integral to our daily life it's very interesting to note that in the world of speaking a speaker can get up and say something bring across a point and three different people could hear the speaker saying the very same words, and each person applies it to himself, and in such a way that they feel almost that the person, the speaker, was talking directly to them. And they look around the room actually to think and to see who thinks or who realizes that this was just directed to me exactly directly. And generally, of course, that speak that has two applies with Teda. When we hear words of Teda, one needs to try to find how to apply it to their their own life. But even Lumaza even on the other side, the flip side, not in the Wotera world, oftentimes you go to hear a lecture, generally people who go hear lectures, they know what the lecture is about. They know the subject matter of the lecture. The reason the crowd is being assembled to hear this lecture. And the reason you came, and sometimes even paid admission, a monetary admission, to come hear this lecture. So this, ultimately, comes with a point, comes with an idea. So when one comes to hear this lecture, the lecture speaks to him, speaks to her. And in such a way that ultimately, they hear the exact points that they wanted to hear, comes across exactly how they wanted it to come across, and they derive the solution 
to the issue which they came, or the resolution that the issue they came to resolve and to overcome. But the beauty of the mind is how each case and each situation the person finds themselves as if they were the most important person and as if the lecturer knew their particular issue and problem and therefore spoke directly to them. When it comes to Shir Teira, you don't have the actual subject that you're looking for on the table. Sometimes they are. There are such, such shiurim that they brought a certain subject in Teira, a subject matter, and they find that subject matter in Teira, and they direct directions or, or, or knowledge or clarification on that particular subject. They shed light on that subject. And the beauty of it personifies in the fact that it comes out and it shows how all Chochmah is in Teira. But oftentimes, you go to a sermon, you hear a rabbi speaking in a shul, or you just go to random shir online at shir.us, and you just choose one off the shelf, and you find, because it's words of Teda, and Teda is Teda's emes, Teda is words of truth, you find the solution, the answer, to exactly what you are looking for. You find peace and serenity in the words of Teda that you just heard. The beginning of the Pashas, a very famous story which we spoke about last week, the passing of the two sons of Aaron. The Medrash tells us different reasons why they passed away. They went into the Holy of Holies, a thing which is of course prohibited to them. Or, they were lacking garments. A Kayan needs to have four, or needs to have eight. Whatever garments they needed to have, they did not have all the, all the garments. Another situation, they did not have children. Another is, they were not married. It's all these different reasons. None of them contradict one another. They could have entered the Holy of Holies with not enough garments and not have had children, not have been married. So it's not a contradiction that if they were one, they were not the other. And therefore we need to understand how they all tie one another. According to the wording of the Pasuk itself, we find a repetition. Teir says, after the passing of the two sons of Aaron, and then the Pasuk finishes off, and they passed away. We said that they passed. So why again is the repetition of the word Another thing we need to understand, how is it that two great 
tzaddikim, righteous people, like another one of you, sinned a sin so severe that the punishment was actually death. These questions actually are explained according to the way the Pasha comes out in Teres HaChasidus. There's a Maimed that Rebbe said, the Rebbe Rashab said, Tafresh Memtes on the words Achrimais. According to the explanation, the passing of another one of you is was because just that they were great, great tzaddikim. They were very righteous people. And the burning flame within them was very strong their strong flame and yearning to join God so much so that it came to the concept what's called their souls left their body they just flew out they just wanted such they had such a yearn they had such a, a drive to attach themselves, to become one with the everlasting life, light, light of God. <coughs> one side, this shows how great they are. And their great love to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But the truth of the matter is, that this is ultimately a sin. One cannot thrive and set a goal that brings them to this concept of literally expiring. Just going up one track up to God. God created the world in order to make a dwelling here in this world. He wants that the Nishama, the Holy Soul, find itself in a guf gashmi a physical body in this world. And to revert the actual essence, the physical physicalities, so that this physical body should be able to accept spirituality. Because this obligation upon the person is incumbent on the person to sanctify the world, to elevate it, to purify it, to alter it from within, until so much so that the ultimate light of godliness should rest itself on this physical mundane world, The concept of Kalis Hanefesh, the Neshama expiring, doesn't fit in the master plan. As a matter of fact, it's a total contradiction to the actual mission on which we are embarking. Therefore, 
this tremendous yearning of the sons of iron was actually a sin. So now we understand why. Coming before God, they passed. <coughs> the word Vayamusu is not the end result, but it's the concept of the, what the sin, how severe the, the severity of the sin. That the sons of Aaron sinned in such a way by coming before God until Kalis and Nefesh, that they expired from it. We find ourselves also this very, very concept. The concept of Lifnai Vilifnim, going into the inside, the innermost sanctuary. And they were missing garments. Garments are a symbol, a symbol, a symbolic of the mitzvahs that we do. Each mitzvah that a Jew accomplishes is symbolic of a garment. They're called the garments of the soul. And by going, another one of you going up and rising up from the physical world, not having children, not having a wife, because they departed, they took themselves out of their physical obligations on this world. So the Parsha discussing the passing of the children of Adam teaches us a tremendously very a very strong lesson direct. Each Jew has times, like Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, they get very, very spiritual. At that time the person needs to remember as emotionally you as emotionally involved you are in spirituality you need to bring yourself down afterwards into the ultimate world of work. To sanctify, to elevate, to purify the physical world, physical beings. Because that is our main source, our main tafkid. To turn the world over into something spiritual. Chazal tell us, another one of you are great tzaddikim, as we said. <coughs> so much so, that when Moshe comes to appease Aaron, to console Aaron, he tells Aaron, I see that they are greater than you and I. Keep his score at home in Sechta Zvachim, Kufta Zvavim at Bez, 115, side 2. Their sin though, as we said, was overdosing of Kedusha. Till they expired. So they went against the actual want of the will of the Abishta. As we discussed until now, that the world needs to be the place for the Neshama in the, in the body.
they exemplified a concept of abnegation of Mesiris Nefesh mm-hmm. that was not necessary. To bring themselves to the light of God, the godly light. However, when one comes, as we spoke about the Shlichas, and they overstep their boundaries, and this is considered a sin. For those keeping score at home, there's Gemara Mesech, this Chagiga, Daf Yudal Ramad Beis, 14, side 2. And there's a famous Gemara we've spoken about before, Arba Nichnas, the Pardis, the four sages that entered into Pardis. Pardis literal translation is a garden. Here it's making reference to the Pardis of Lamaila, the Pardis of above, the garden which signifies all different realms, secrets of Torah. Pardis is an acronym actually for Pshat, Remez, Drush, and Said. Four sages went in. Ben Azai was the first one and he died. Rabbi Akiva ultimately was Nichnas Mishalom, Viyatsu Mishalom. There was according to one day, Rabbi Meir, They went into Pardis. This is a test to see how holy they actually were. They wanted to see also the holiness of Teda, the secrets of Teda, to attach themselves to God. So Ben Azai was in a situation that was pachosha, that was similar to the children of Aaron. It was overdose. From his great thirst and yearning, he overstepped and passed. Rabbi Akiva, that we know, is Nichnas Bishalom Viyatz Bishalom. How did he manage that? His exit was different. And the Gemara hints this. Sheikh Nisa, he Shekova. Sheikh Nisa, he Shekova. The actual way of going in was established. Rabbi Akiva nichnas b'shalim u'lochen yotza b'shalim because he went in in a peaceful fashion as he went into Pardis only one thing faced him to do the want of God since this was his intention when he went in he was able to come out as well the same way However, there's a higher level, even than this of Rabbi Akiva, and that is the Darga of Avraham Avinu, the level of Avraham Avinu. Rabbi Akiva, even though that only the want, the God's yearnings, 
God's request stood before his eyes. And he was ready, and he ultimately did sacrifice his life in Kiddush Hashem. As a student said, when his neshama was going out, because of the hands of the Romans, again, if you keep his score at home, the famous Gemara and Brachis, Samach Aleph Hamid Beis, 61, side 2. As he gave up his soul, his Talmudim said, what's going on here? Where is the reward for your teda? And he answers them, Kol yomai yisi mitztayir, Mosa yovei zeh lidei liyodi bakaymenu. When I say the words of Shema Yisrael in a way that I'm going to, I'm prepared to sacrifice my own life for the Almighty God, when will I be able to reach and achieve this level? However, Avram Avinu, he didn't look for this. He didn't look for set situations of abnegation. He didn't think about merits. These merits or any other merits. He thought God. And on that alone, his entire life was involved. Avram Avinu had only one goal, and that was serving God. To spread God's name in the world by doing actual things on this world. It didn't have to be Messias Nefesh, but he sacrificed himself to do the work, the work of God and to spread the name of God. And therefore he had, he reached and achieved this tremendous high level of Ramavinu, even though he didn't look for the Messias Nefesh. The way of Abraham Avinu was to open up everyone's eyes. Not to think about himself, not to think about merits, not to think about any other rewards. Just to devote oneself, one life, to do only one thing. The beseechments of God. What God wants from us. And by doing each one of these things, L'Shem Shemayim, in a way that Bechol D'Lechech Ad'Eyu, that you know God in everything that you do, this ultimately brings about Knisa B'Shalom. And once there's a Knisa B'Shalom, you go in B'Shalom, you come out B'Shalom. Teda, there's no such thing as coincidence. The beauty, not the irony, the beauty of Teda is every situation, every day, date, time, moment that something is studied and learned is connected with that very moment and can be intertwined with other studies at that time. This Shabbos we read, Achimei's Kedeshim, as we're speaking about till now, how one needs to connect with God and godliness. In this Shabbos also, we're going to embark upon Perek Shlishi, Perek Although we're going to Perek Shlishi, We're going to the third Perik. I'm not talking now what I'm going to discuss later in the Mishnah Pirkeyavis. I'd like to discuss a different pact, a different part. 
the first Mishnah Pekiyavis of Perik Shlishi. Where the Mishnah starts off is Takel Bishlesh Devarim Look into three things and you will never come out to sin. And then the Mishnah continues and says the three things No from where you come to where you're going to head, where you're going, and before whom you will ultimately have to give Din and Cheshman. You'll ultimately have to give the reckoning. Very, very powerful Mishnah. And of course, Kavi Halal explains it very, very deeply. But before we start, we have a simple question looking at this Mishnah. Why tell us three? Why are you telling us I know these three things. First of all, who cares is three? What does the three have to do with the actual what we're going to about to hear or study or learn? What's the number three signify? Significance of the number three. Even if you want to tell me the number actually is effective here, why does the mission have to tell it to us? Anyone can sit and count. One, two, and three. I know there's three. Why enumerate Stakel One of the explanations we could say on this. The words of the Mishnah, Histakel Bishleshidvarim, to look into these three things. As we know, the words of the Mishnah are very, very precise. So one of these things, of the one of the Indian of these three things, whereas the words, as we said before, Mishnah is very precise and counts every word as it's important. It's not just the three things that we're counting here. The concept also of three things in general. The mission is giving us a lesson that a person needs to be mistakel in three things. And this way you will not be doing any kind of sin. The fact that ultimately the mission now enumerates not necessarily is that 
the actual three things that he's talking about. The Mishnah Adrav, the Mishnah is telling us there's two things here. First of all, it's talking about Shleishu Devaravena If you look into three things, you will never do an Avena. Then the Mishnah is also telling us Damai and Basel are not a Hedach of Rimiatos and Nidocheshman. As a separate entity. A person can sometimes think that there's only two things him and God, her and God. We gotta be, you know, don't want to insult anybody here. Because it says, I need a race, the Shamish is I need a race, the Shamish I was created to serve my master. So it's the end of Kedushin. Mishnah, Braisa. No, that's a great thought. I was created. It's only me. It's all about me and God. Tells us the Mishnah, there are three things you need to take into consideration. To look at, to see, to feel, to understand, to grasp, and to connect to. Aside for ourselves, Ani, aside for the Almighty God, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Kaini, there's a third concept here. World. The Metzias of the world, which was created through God. Which through this world, you can achieve the Mishamish Kaini, which is what we're talking about until now in the Parsha. The Tachlis Briya Sa'ilam, you did this on the Shamalamata, in a Gufgashmi, in a Mazatachn, Shaytachn, Lamata, Menum, he. To fulfill the kavana of the whole reason that you are created is to fulfill God's will that there should be a dwelling for God on this world. A Jew through his service of elevating and purifying the body and the soul, physical, mundane world, and to make a dwelling place for God. How does he do this? How does he accomplish this in his guf lamata? With kiyum tere mitzvahs, as we said. Mitzvahs garb physical concepts. You give, it's, you're giving tzedakah, we'll talk about it soon. How and what it accomplishes. But it's the physical mitzvah. That a Jew takes upon from his sweat and tears, from the toil of his hands, from his physical money that he earns, to life and soul that he gives through every, and the same thing with every other mitzvah. So the third thing is, this third thing is, this is not a side thing, but just the opposite. This is the main point of the focus. HaKadosh Baruch and the person work together in order to make, fulfill the yearning of the Almighty God to make a dwelling in this world. And this is the whole Tachlis Odom B'Yasei and his Yerid Elamat in the world. So much so, it's Negeat each and every person, it's imperative on each and every person to be mistakel in Shleish to think, see, look into 
scrutinize these three concepts. Because this is why the Shama came down into this world through the Almighty. As great and holy as the Nishama is, for the source of the Nishama is from God Himself. The Nishama that you gave me is Tahira. It's pure. We say every morning. And there's no place in the Nishama to opposite of pureness. And the Almighty sent this down to this world, to the physical, mundane world. And in this world is Hesachayim Vesatev. The good, the life. <coughs> and the other way as well. We need to be careful. Not to taint, God forbid. In our mission, <coughs> you watch it within me so that I can fulfill the kavana of this world. Because the Chayda, the Neshama coming down into a physical world is the op- exact opposite of what Godliness is all about. Because Godliness is all about Tev and Chesed. And the nature of Tev, the hate to become better and better, to strive to become better and better, And therefore, one needs to constantly rise up. And here, Hakadosh Baruch is taking the neshama and bringing it down into the world. You need the gedela, tremendous, tremendous drop, from the highest of high to the lowest of low. In order for what to make diribet achtenim. For this, the neshama is sent on its mission on a tremendous, tremendous, holy mission to come down into this world, although it was depart, it was taken off from a chelik elikamim al mamish. And comes down into this world to do its mitzvah. Fast forward, Bashas Kedeshim. The famous of famous mitzvahs. Leitzamid al damriacho, reacho. Do not stand on the blood of your friend. And we have to the reacho kamecha. Like I said, Time is of the essence. In this week's parasha, we say in this parasha we talk about the saving of a life of a Jew. This comes in a warning. Do not stand on the blood of your friend. What do we stand? How do we stand on the blood of a friend? Rashi says, You see him dying and you could have saved him. Like somebody drowning, somebody being chased by animals, somebody being attacked by people. You can come and save him from that, and you don't. Rashi, these questions, these translations of Rashi, tend to b- bring up se- several questions. What don't you understand? 
What's so hard to understand? Don't stand on a friend's blood. You have to have a whole explanation. And what are these additions here? He doesn't need any muscle. He doesn't need any examples for this. Rashi should write again to Vea, but no, Rechaya, listen, boy, my love. It's enough. For example, someone drowning, animals, thieves coming to chase him. It's all talking about one thing. When a person's in danger, the Maisa, we need to have a special commandment for this. To save a fellow Jew. Because we could learn it from a Kabbalah From the obligation of saving a person's money. It says, Azif Tazif Yimei. You have to save them. Hakim Takim Yimei. A person is unloading his animal and it's heavy. You need to help him unload it so it doesn't hurt the animal. And you also have to see to it, Hakim Takim Yimei. To establish him the way he has to be established. But here the Taylor tells us, it brings out a midah that a person needs to endanger oneself in order to save a friend. It's understood, of course, a person doesn't physically have to go and die in order to save somebody else. Because then, if you die and he dies, two people died. So what does Debus to want here when he says to endanger oneself a little bit in order to save somebody else? That's why it actually brings down these explanations. First things first. He establishes you don't have right to stand and watch somebody die. Especially when you could have saved them. From one side there's danger to save the person. But on the other side if you have a definite situation where you can save the person. Therefore, Rashi brings down this example. Someone drowning. An animal of thieves. From the river itself, a person can pull somebody out. A person can overpower an animal or even thieves. But sometimes if there's more than one thing involved, the person is endangering himself. So therefore, in this case, says the Rebbe, that the involvement of a person, the second person, to save the good, the, the person drowning, etc., even if it's a danger involved, this comes into the level of Lesam Radam Rashi tells us, therefore, to see, you see them dying and you can save them. It's a very deep thought in this. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu presents a case before you, where you see a person dying, and you see in your own eyes a Jew, a second, another Jew, in a da- endangered, and the danger is coming upon him, This is proof that you could save him. And the strength, therefore, is given to you.
And this is Dafka for our generation. Many of our brothers find themselves in Sakana. They're drowning physically. They're drowning in the mundane world. You see a Jew drowning spiritually. You may not stand You need to go out there. Help him put on tefillin. Help him teach him how to be Shabbos. Teach him how to eat kosher. And bring him closer to our Father in Heaven. The famous story of the fellow that comes to shul on Erev Shabbos. And he has a hundred dollars in his pocket. And it's almost Shabbos. And he says, oh no, I can't get home with my money. But I don't want to lose my hundred dollars, God forbid. So he quickly opens the chumash, he acts quick, acts smart. And he knows the psukim and teda, and he goes to Pashat Yisrael. And he puts by the pasuk of the Tzeres Adibis, lay signai, he puts his hundred dollars. He figures somebody will open the chumash and they'll see the way they signify this. Ah, I can't take it. After Shabbos, he opens his chumash to the signify and he finds it's gone. And he flips through the pages and he gets to the pasuk, love your fellow Jew as yourself, and he finds $50. At this point, you're supposed to laugh. The name of Rabbi Akiva is brought down to his Kahanim that the Haftar Akhmech is a Klal Gadol Batera. Avis Yisrael is considered the encompassment of the entire Tera. And the Bashem Tev put this as the foundation, the fundamental of Tera. Rabbi Levitzak Badichiv was known as the lawyer of the Jewish nation, the one that loved every Jew in his essence worked all his life to develop a flame for Avas Yisrael. If they were talking in the middle of davening, he said, look, Rebbein Yisraelim, even in the middle of talking, they daven. Vashem said the Teda and the Mishnah, kol Teda she'ein ima malacha seifah b'teda. Mishnah Pekiyavis is actually last week's Perik Beis, Mishnah Beis. Any work that does not have any kind of, any tater does not have any kind of actual malacha, in the end will become bottle. And he explained the malacha, the kavana of the malacha, of the work, is the involvement in Avas Yisrael. In order to be Mikhaim the Tera, it's incumbent upon a person to have Avas Yisrael. This is the stress on the Malacha, which says to us the involvement of Avas Yisrael in order to be Asik and to give themselves over to the development of Tera. Development of a relationship to a fellow Jew. What's about Isaac? What is this working person? He doesn't wait in his house for business. He doesn't wait for somebody to come and buy and sell and deal in front of him. He opens the store, he goes out there, puts up a big sign with neon lights, and he works on attracting people to do his, to, to attract his business. 
The same way a person needs to work with Avis Yisrael. Don't wait for another Jew to come and ask, help me. You need to put and involve yourself to help a fellow Jew. To explain, to understand what's lacking by him, physically and spiritually. And to give yourself over, heart and soul, to fulfill everything that he's lacking. This is the Malach of Avis Yisrael. This is the true way to do it. And Hashem teaches us that the way to bring closer a fellow Jew is by doing good physically. But the Etzim Mitzvah of Yisrael that we need to approach that the person is brought closer in his heart to his fellow Jew. Until so much so that he should be a physical vessel for spirituality. But rather not wait until the person comes forth, but to look and to go and without any kind of condition, unconditionally to help a fellow Jew. Poof. <laughs> Dinner served. <laughs> so the completion of the work of the involvement of Abbas Israel is when a person stands up on his feet and helps a fellow Jew get up on their feet. Until he causes tefeach amenas latfiach to bang in order that it should bring about other parts, that this person should be able to help others as well, and therefore this is what the people what it says that a person who claims that they can't do it, because I'll tell them From here we learn that every person has within themselves. That's something, that spark, that they can inherit to others, and they can enrich others with. And when a Jew helps a fellow Jew, or teaches a fellow Jew, he does what the Pasuk says, Meir Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives them both, and gives them both a reshefa, that they should be able to accomplish what they need to. And again, we tie this concept with a Mishnah, in this week's Pirkeyovis. We turn, we focus now on the Mishnah Pedic Shlishi, Mishnah Zayn. Rabbi Elazar Ish Bartesa Eimer. Rabbi Elazar Ish Bartesa said, Ooh, uh, Can I get a plastic knife in the kitchen? Ten loy meshelay, give him what's his. Sha'ata meshachom meshelay. Shalay. For you and yours is his. And same by David it says, Everything comes from you, Hashem, and you give us from your hand. That's the first half of this Mishnah. The brick. The second half of the Mishnah says, Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Yaakov says, and this is something that's very, very important to each and every one of us. A person that goes on the road. Vishayna. And is learning Teda. Umafzik mi Mishnasay. 
and he stops for a moment to learn from his learning, interrupts his learning. and it says, How beautiful is this tree? How beautiful is this plowed field? Pasik says that it, it upon him as he is taking his life with his own hands. Tzedakah, literal translation, is not charity, is justice, righteousness. Because giving tzedakah is just that. It's justice and righteousness. Giving tzedakah, it's what expected and is right. Think about it. Someone gave you money. I said, please see to what it gets to this person. When you give this person the money, You're doing the right thing. You're bringing it from the owner and giving it to the rightful owner. A person that has money, and in the world we see that there are those that have money, those that don't have money. A person that has the money is God's money. Hashem's money. What's it there for? For himself. And to help others in need. Give worthy causes. And you're doing what's right. That person that recognizes what he's doing is right, he's giving stalker. He's doing it righteous. He's doing righteous. That's why tzedakah is not, the mission does not say giving money. It says the giving of his. You're giving him his. From everything you have. If you're a smart person, you can instill, give knowledge to others. If you sing nice, you can entertain others. Each mitzvah, each talent that a person has, the person should see to use it for other people. Each quality. Let us dissect the Mishnah moment. Rebbe Loza, the first part of the Mishnah, is Rebbe Loza ben, Yehud, Rebbe ben Yehuda of Bartesa. He was a colleague of Rabbi Akiva, a student of Rabbi Shua ben Hananya. He used to give a lot of tzedakah. One day, he was in the marketplace. He was buying for his daughter's wedding. He found people collecting money for two orphans who needed to get married. He took everything he had and he gave it to them. He had one zoos left. 
he went and he bought some wheat with the one zuz carried it home he put it in his granary a little while later he came back to his granary and he couldn't get in the grain, the wheat had multiplied to such an extent it was bursting that's how Hashem repaid him the second time Rabbi Yaakov was the teacher of Rabbi Yudha Nasi. He once used this position to save Rabbi Shimon ben Gamil, Rabbi's father. There was a plot to, to, to hurt him, to, die, to kill him. They weren't very convinced of Shimon's greatness. They didn't want to kill him. They just wanted to embarrass him. Rabbi Yaakov heard this. And he went to Rabbi Shimon and he told him what subject they were going to test him on. And he familiarized himself with the topic and was not, not embarrassed. Another way to understand Rabbi Yaakov's teaching, someone who's traveling the path of serving Hashem, and stops to marvel the great accomplishments in learning Tera, think to himself how beautiful my explanation was, how well I said that, how well I delivered that. Such a person is unfortunately using his learning to interrupt his connection with Hashem. Because the connection of Hashem only stays intact for the humble people. Ebelazah was known for his great generosity. It got to such a point when charity collectors would see him, they'd run and hide because they know he'd give everything he had. So that's why he tells us the importance of giving tzedakah. Rabbi Yaakov was a big businessman mm-hmm. and he knew how easy it was to get distracted from business, from your Torah learning, from not being able to concentrate totally. And therefore he is the one that says we need to concentrate dedicate and devote our entire lives to the way of Teda. So once again we see the Kamecha of the Parsha tying in with another Mishnah of the Pirki of Espedic Shlishi Mishnah Zayin and ultimate mitzvah of Avas Yisrael should bring about the ultimate redemption of Mashiach Tzidkenu and this Shabbos Miyatz Hashem we should be sitting in Yerushalayim in HaKodesh with Mashiach Tzidkenu Shabbat Shalom to all.